The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. God damn. Damn it, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, and I wanted to throw up the whole time. Accurate. It just infuriated me so much. The Saints were driving to put the nail in his coffin. Cook fumbled, and ever since that moment, the Tampa defense was the 85 fucking Bears, and... They won the Super Bowl. Uh, by the way, this is Saints Happy Hour. You should subscribe to us on YouTube. You should check us out on Facebook, wherever. Um, so, oh, by the way, sorry, Thomas. Kevin was supposed to join us. That's why I have the four boxes and not the three. Kevin bailed on us late and just went uh, ghosted us. Uh, so there's you don't YouTube. have the where's Kevin graphic. I don't. He said not. We to didn't use... know. We didn't know he wasn't going to be here. We didn't know he was going to be there. And Ke- and, and mm. Thomas said that he didn't like that when it made his job harder. Um, so anyway, hopefully oh, well, the stream is good that. tonight. Hopefully yeah. we're in sync, our, our video and audio. But let's talk Wait, Thomas, about... Thomas doesn't like it. When you make his job harder, you should totally do that. <laughs> I like I like Thomas. Thomas, Sorry, had, Thomas e- he emailed me a 12-point plan on how to make the podcast number one in Malta. And it's like 4,000 words. He's like Jerry Maguire with a manifesto on how to get the podcast to number one in Malta. I got to I gotta dive in and read Thomas's tips. Um, but, Dave, the the thing about the, the, the Super Bowl yesterday that uh, infuriated me the most was just – it's – it changed everything. It changed Aaron. It changed Drew Brees' legacy. It changed Aaron Rodgers' legacy. It changed Tom Brady' like Trump, Tom Brady's legacy. I feel like Jared Cook, he at minimum deserves a winner's share for Tampa, at, and he might deserve a ring. He might deserve a fucking a ring at the ring ceremony. Andrew, he really should. Yeah, you know. <laughs> He's getting so much hate. I, I feel bad for Jared Cook. I yeah, don't. I almost feel like. I mean, it's so easy to point to one play, you know. But yeah, 
it, it certainly feels like had he not fumbled, the Saints were winning that game. Yeah, I mean, Kevin said they had breaking news. Somebody's in his house again, probably. Um, but, but Dave, this game, the thing that was stunning to me just on like a football level was I had talked myself into like, yeah, Kansas City, they're lying. They're missing four guys. But Patrick Mahomes, he's a wizard. He'll just figure it out. And their line got their ass stomped in the ground. And Patrick Mahomes was running for his life the whole game. And I don't know how you felt, but like middle of the second quarter, I was like, Tampa's winning. Like, I was just, I was surprised at how how Patrick Mahomes couldn't do shit against Tampa. Well, I got to, I'm not saying this, you know, in retrospect, uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm I'm not just saying this just because now we know how the game went. I, I in fact I thought we had done Super Bowl predictions on the last podcast, but I went back. I didn't I didn't hear any. Um, so maybe we didn't do that. But I don't think we did. Um, I lost my nerve. We, I picked. I I went. I was going Tampa the whole week, and then game wait, day I lost my nerve and bet po- Kansas City. Did, we, we did. Made, we made, Oh, well, then I need – well, then I guess I missed it because I went back to look – because I'm pretty sure what I, I thought what I would have said was that I, I would have picked Tampa Bay. Uh, it, and I pretty, sure my, you pick, pretty sure you picked Kansas City. No, I don't <laughs> – now I got to go back and now I got to go back. <laughs> um, because um, – I, I, I think you did pick Tampa, actually. I think no, you I, did. I think I did. And, I mean, I would have done that as a betting man with a three-and-a-half – you know, Kansas City was three-and-a-half-point favorites, so – um, I, I certainly would have put my my money where my mouth was, but um, no, I just can't. Tampa Bay's defense has just been playing incredible um, ever since the start of the playoffs. I mean, obviously the Buccaneers went and won three away games before they get just to get to the Super Bowl. They never had one home playoff game. But, I mean, you saw how well they played against the Saints. You saw how well they played against Green Bay. I mean, you know, David and White, I mean, just their linebackers. Their linebackers I mean, they, are fucking ridiculous. Just, yeah, and, and not, not only are they great, but I mean, like, they were they peaked in the playoffs. I mean, they were peaking yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, the, Tampa Bay's defense was just great. And, and I, I, again, I, I need to go back and listen now because I thought we didn't do predictions and I, I just missed it, but I'm going to go back and listen now. Uh, and, and you couple that with... Um, uh, Mahomes, who just was obviously not at 100%. He certainly wasn't at 100% uh, at the end of the AFC championship game. And it didn't look like he got that much better over the last two weeks. Uh, he wasn't nearly as mobile uh, as he could have been. I-, I think the most surprising thing was just like how Brady went to all of his, you know, his, his old, you know, all, all the, boys. the gang. He got the, he got the band back together. <laughs> he did. You know, Gronkowski's Gronk. catching two touchdowns. Antonio Brown is catching a touchdown. I mean, and that just highlights it's this. This team was not Arian's team. This was Tom Brady's team. I mean, and let's Tom be clear. Brady came in here. He 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 brought Gronk with him. He gallant to sign uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, I I mean, like how old is uh? Who's their um, Byron Leftwich, right? He's the quarterback he, coach. He's like, the yeah, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Offensive he's, coordinator. Yeah, but he, he, uh, right, offensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich is probably what? Is, is he probably at least the same age as Brady? Maybe even younger than Brady? He's probably like how old? 
Yeah, I mean, he he lost a playoff game to Brady when they. Yeah, uh, I mean, they were they were contemporaries. He's, he's forty one. Wow. Okay, Brady's <laughs> older than him, so it's like you're you're Tom Brady. Are you really listening to Byron Leftwich as your <laughs> offensive coordinator? You are way more accomplished as a quarterback and in, with experience and leadership and all that stuff as as Tom Brady is. Uh, he, you know, it's like, not that he looks down on Byron Leftwich, but I mean, but he's, he's running his own. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi priority notify with your Amex platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. That's what you're saying. But like, it's like, this this was Tom Brady's team. I mean, Tom Brady made all this happen. And I hate it. I, I hate to say it. We all don't like Tom Brady. We especially don't like Tom Brady now that he's in our division and he's on Tampa Bay. And obviously, I think the... The sane Saints fans look at this and say, you got to respect it. And obviously, Tom Brady is the greatest um, that ever played. But that's – And yet, you know, one Jared Cook fumble away from beating them three times. Well, you know, it's just – Horseshit walk here, and I know that. Horseshit. Yep, yeah. that's what's frustrating is that, you know, they're – Well – you know, it could have been it could have been different, and it's frustrating. It's just you know, I, I, it's it's again, it's it's jealousy. Well, it's, it's, it's I complete. Hate I hate him because I'm jealous, and I, I will be the first to admit that I'm man enough to admit that. But I'm jealous because it frustrates me that you know, I was at I was watching the game with a friend yesterday and he's like well you just got to respect he works harder than anybody else i'm like does he you're telling me that drew Brees doesn't work as hard as tom brady no that drew Brees. drew Brees is just as deserving to get all the accolades that brady has gotten and it just happens to be that Brees wasn't on the patriots and didn't have the advantage of belichick for all those years and uh and it just so happens that Breeze hasn't been just gifted but or blessed with but the, the but, ability to stay as healthy as Brady has. I mean, well, that's, no, that's, but that's Dave, I think like... I think one of the interesting points Dave makes is that, you know, Tampa had their defense peaking. Gronk found the fountain of youth at the right time. Andrew, that's the thing that was one of the most frustrating things of the Saints these past four years. Take the no call out of it. The Saints didn't have anybody... Like, just play fucking lights out in the playoffs. Like, Breeze was great against Carolina, but they didn't have, like, like 
like Tampa, Devin White was amazing. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Antonio Winfield was amazing. Like the Saints Deon, didn't have anybody De- play lights Harris, out. Deontay Harris against the Bears. Taysom Hill last year against the uh, Vikings. Trey Hendrickson against the Vikings. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they've they've had some guys step up. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. I was just I was thinking of I was thinking of 2018, but then again, then Thomas did have the monster game against the Eagles' dead secondary. Yeah, you know it's interesting you bring that up though because I do I do want to say, you know, one element to Tampa in this postseason is that they acquired Leonard Fournette, and he really didn't do much all year. You know, it was really Ronald not. Jones was their back, and they kind of kept Fournette for a lot of the season on ice. You know, he had a couple games where he, he had big games during the regular season. But for the most part, he was clearly number two behind Ronald Jones. Um, you know, even when he played, he wasn't terrific. And then the playoffs start, and he's got fresh legs because he's been, like I said, on ice all year. And, you know, a lot of the talk is about that defense, which is tremendous. If you look at the number of turnovers they created both in New Orleans, in Green Bay, and then they got Mahomes to throw two picks. So the defense was tremendous, no doubt about it. But I think early in the year where Tampa struggled is they weren't a great running team. They're a pretty good running team. But I think when you look at Brady's high turnover volume earlier in the year, I just think they were getting in a lot of situations where he felt Mm -hmm. like he had to take riskier throws to get first downs. And when they got in the playoffs, Fournette was a bell cow for for them. In every game, in every single playoff game, he was awesome. And it allowed Brady to take a lot less risks. It allowed Brady to play more efficiently. And he cut his turnovers way down in the playoffs because of it. And so that to me is kind of like, this is, I mean, obviously, this is me, the LSU homer talking, but no, I, I really do think the X factor for the Bucks and why you saw such a different team other than maybe their defense elevate their game is that they had an elite run game in every single playoff game, and it was, they had a, a supremely talented guy in Fournette that was completely fresh. It was like, it was almost like adding a new player to the mix <laughs> because was. he was the backup all year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign. Sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And here's the interesting thing to bring it back to the Saints, Dave, is I am convinced that because Tom Brady won the Super Bowl and they kicked Jameis Winston to the curb and the Bucks won. And the simple explanation is they got rid of Winston and they got Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a winner. Winston is a turnover machine, and that's why the Bucks won the Super Bowl. And I believe that the whole offseason and next summer, every NFL expert and every fan is going to laugh at the fucking Saints because they're going to have Winston, 
And I think it sets up great for the Saints because I think the Saints, they they couldn't win the Super Bowl breeze. We love him. He did amazing things, but his time has come and gone. And the Saints need a new quarterback, and it can be Winston. And I love the fact that the world is going to be laughing at the Saints because they're going to have Tampa's reject that quarterback. And you know Thursday night to start the season, it's going to be Saints at Bucks. Brady, Winston, 7.30, and America is going to be laughing at the Saints, and it's going to set up perfectly for Sean Payton to prove everybody wrong. I love this setup. I love the new quarterback. I am 100. It's weird. Yesterday, Tampa winning the Super Bowl has turned me. I am 100% committed and on the Jameis Winston roller coaster ride for 2021. Are you with me? Or am I alone? Well, first of all, I totally agree with you that it's going to be Saints at Bucks on Thursday night football to start the year, especially if Jameis Winston's the quarterback, because it's just like the storyline there is too perfect. I'm really disappointed that Kevin's not here tonight because he, he wrote back to me on Twitter when I said that, and he said, nah, I, I think it'll be Packers at Bucks. They don't even play. Of course they don't. Nice, Kevin. Of course they don't. But Dave, are you are you with me? Are, are you? Are, I'm I'm totally on the Winston train, and I'll be I'll be sad if if the Bears or the Colts or some team makes a ridiculous offer for Winston. I'm commit. I'm I'm on the Jameis train um, for uh, for one for at least for at least one year. I mean, I'm I'm interested. I mean, all all about having them re-sign him. And I'm all about seeing what he's got. Are you saying like like you think he's going to be good and he's gonna, you know, Saints are gonna win another 11 games next season? I or think you're just, you're just all in because you're just you're ready to see. The I'm show, ready to. It's, I'm ready to show. see. It. Here's what I'm ready for, Dave. I'm ready to be either bask in Jameis one of one dunking on the entire world. Or I'm going to get blocked by Jameis one of one like seven weeks in because Jameis is going to have 15 picks. Like, I'm ready for that. Either of those scenarios sounds fun to me. I'm ready. Like, my body is ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm ready for it. My, my body is ready. My body's ready. I, uh, you don't even want to know what uh, what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm totally I, ready. I'm totally ready until the first quarter. Well, I mean, like, what happens? What happens if the Saints go and get somebody crazy, like some? You know. Well, I mean, if they got Watson, I, I I'd be like, bye bye, famous. But I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I see, I see Allen in the chat saying he's not on the James train, but like, what what's the alternative? I guess you could be you could be you a want Taysom. Taysom. You want to draft a QB? I mean, I, they're at twenty eight. I just if I you say James Mac Jones, I will reach into the, the chat and kick you in the balls. Mac. I think Jameis is probably the best option they have yeah. realistically for next year to be successful. I mean, it's not the the thing is to me looking at that Super Bowl. I know the biggest play Tampa had was a 31-yard pass to Mike Evans, but I just looked at it and I you you the Saints need to be more dynamic 
and they need to throw the ball downfield, whatever comes of it. And um, it made me realize, Dave, that like I, I, I'm totally in on the Winston train, and I just I don't I, more than ever, and I, even before Sunday, I just I don't want Breeze to come back. But Sunday sort of solidified it for me. I just if Breeze comes back, I'll talk myself into it, I guess. But I really don't want. I want him to retire. I I wrote the column for Channel Four. It's locked and loaded, by the way. There was <laughs> the true Priest retirement column is locked and loaded for Channel Four. Uh, but I I just I don't want to see more sad Drew Brees. And yesterday sort of clarified it for me. Dave. Oh wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the question? So the question is, are you did yesterday convince you that the Saints need a new quarterback, not Drew Brees, to win the Super Bowl? Oh. Uh Yeah, you know, I I say that, but like you know, and and maybe maybe this is just like just cuz I just cannot quit Drew Brees, you know, it's like <laughs> a drug. I just I just can't quit you, baby. But like I, I you know, after hearing about all the injuries that he played through last season, like I still just wonder, like if we could get a 100% healthy Drew Brees, like what does that look like? Like, is he going to look better than he looked last year? You know, could 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 he look more like 2018 Drew uh, for one more season? Because and if that's the case, um, then uh, no, I'm going to take I'm going to take Drew for one more year. Oof. But uh, but I mean, if 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 Drew last last year and year before that is uh, is the best that it's gonna get, and we're gonna just keep talking about you know, a dot and you know air yards <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Then no, forget it. I'm I'll, I'll be ready to move on. Well, I mean, that... don't you think? Don't you think realistically we're we're at if dimin- I, if I diminishing a... returns at this point? Of course, definitely diminishing returns. And if I had to, if I had to you know, guess as, as to which Drew Brees we would probably get, it would probably be uh, the latter. I don't think we, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know whether, I don't know whether, a hun- I don't know whether a 100% healthy Drew Brees is, is possible. Uh, yes. Yeah, if that's even a viable option at this point. Yeah. Well, all, that ever. segues to my next point, Andrew is Saints news. Drew Brees redid his contract and freaked out the internet because the Saints, Mickey Loomis, the genius that he is created $24 million of cap space. Drew Brees redid his deal. Saints can break the dead money over two seasons, but isn't Drew Brees redoing his deal and he's going to quote unquote play for a million dollars in 2021. Like that seals it. Like he's fucking retiring. Like there's no way Drew is coming back and playing for a million dollars. Right. No way. No way. Um, No way. And look, We'll get into the Drew Brees. When he retires, we'll do a live stream and we'll do a whole show on our favorite memories of him. Um, you know, and I should have I should have sent that to the topic list to you guys. But um, the thing is, to me, is not necessarily a specific memory of Drew Brees, but just the fact that he came here and for 15 years, I really believed in my art the Saints could win the Super Bowl. And that... Before Drew Brees arrived, Dave, I didn't. I never once, in my entire Saints fandom, before Drew Brees, believed the Saints could win the Super Bowl. I believed they could go to the playoffs. I believed they could have fun seasons. But I did never fucking believe they could win the Super Bowl. Not with Bobby Abair. Not with Aaron Brooks. None of them. Uh, 
But with Drew Brees, I believed it. And I think of of everything that he did in the that to me was the most special. Like I really, I really believed every goddamn year if it fell right, the Saints could win the Super Bowl. They only won one. They could have been a little luckier. They might have won three. They could have been a little less lucky if Brett Favre wouldn't have been stupid. They might have had none. But I just look at like that to me of everything that Drew Brees, his legacy, that to me is going to be the thing that I remember most. And, okay. and and for what but for you what 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 is going to be Drew what do you think is going to be your your biggest memory for Drew Brees his legacy Yeah oh man you know I I listened to you guys talking about this on the other podcast earlier um you know I I, I like the 09 Miami game that was awesome uh, I was there I, it was amazing you know, and not not necessarily the the goalpost dunk. I mean, but just the whole thing. I, honestly, if I have one one lasting mental image from that game, it's uh, the the classic uh, over the top goal line Reggie Drew Bush. Brees thing. Uh, no, the Drew Brees. You know, oh, when he's yeah. on the goal line. Oh, at the goal line, it's right before the right, half, yeah. right before the dunk. Yeah. 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 Um, in fact, I don't know. Did they run that play twice in that? Did they score twice they with did, the? With they might have. Like that? I don't know, but uh, but but just in general, that that uh, goal line Drew Brees snap, quick snap over the top, uh, that'll be a lasting memory for sure. Um... The spin move against the Falcons. I'm yeah, oh the spin God. move against the Falcons for sure. That was... um, the game against the Patriots in 2009, probably. I was there too. Um, the meet around game against the Redskins. Mm. Not, that's not really a Drew Brees moment. Oh, you, you know? kidding me? You threw that, that, no, you threw a, that long pass to Meacham. Yeah, I know. Later in the game. That, that's that's an unknown who that memory, really. Yeah. Ooh. You know what Great is a reference. weird? You know what is a random Drew Brees memory for me? 2013, week two, they played Tampa, and they were dog shit for 58 and a half minutes, and. Drew Brees let him down. Boom, 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 boom. And Hartley, Hartley kicked the field goal. And it felt like straight theft of a game. That one in the Redskins game in 2017, Dave, where Kobe Fleener comes alive and the Saints just steal it, right? That's another one. Like, I have the, like, it's not the big games for me. It's, it's the, it's the games that Drew Brees, like, stole. And, and I said this, Andrew. One of my favorite years was 2010 because that Drew Brees was just pulling games out the ass all year long, like Cowboys mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, Cincinnati, Minnesota, San Francisco. Like they, I think they were like six or seven and one in one score games, and it was just Drew Brees just being amazing at late in late games, you know. And I think I think I think one of my lasting Drew Brees memories. It's it's not a, a, a specific memory from a, a from an actual moment it's a general memory which is um just playing in the putting up ridiculous stats in a game you know 450 yards four <laughs> touchdowns no interceptions uh in a game that the saints lose you know 42 38 or something like that like that that's gonna be one of the my, one of my lasting <laughs> memories because I feel like there were just so many of those and and it's like 
Mm. And, and it's crazy because he put up some incredible stats in some of those losing efforts. And, and, and because the games are losses, they don't get remembered as much in his No one in history has more. And his well, – no, what? Has more what? No one in history has more 100 quarterback ratings with a loss – than Drew Brees. Yeah, it, that, that, that that's exactly, unbelievable. That's that's what sums it up. That's what's going to be one of my biggest memories. Is just is so many great Drew Brees performances just being wasted, absolutely <laughs> wasted. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Alan in the chat also said that you know he, he said I never doubted we wouldn't win a game with Drew. He we would be we could be down twenty one and I thought Drew could still win it. That's definitely a memory of mine. I mean, I, I you know just in general like I, the confidence I had that Brees was going to put the ball on the money that he was going to find the open receiver that he's going to just be in control, you know, the ultimate control all the time. But, you know, it's great. I mean, when you think about from 2006 to 2020, I mean, we're talking about 15 years where he's been the quarterback and it's, it, to me, it's not even, it's like his mannerisms. It's licking his fingers. It's the little, you know, the little shoulder twitch. Mm. What else? What else? I I mean, yeah, I mean, it, and well, the arm shake comes with the shoulder twitch. You know, does the, yeah. the shoulder twitch and then the arm shake. Right. You know, right. it. it did... not, I, I wanted to. <laughs> I just, just adding to Andrew's thing. You know, Andrew said he's gonna ha- he's gonna remember, uh, or you know, he 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 was quoting somebody else, a listener, saying, you know, even if we were down twenty one points, I never felt like we were out of the game because Drew was gonna get us back. Well, that I think you combine that with my lasting memory, which is Drew would always get us back in the game and get us a lead, and then the defense and then lose it. But on the last fucking play of the game, or the last or the last the drive, and give it up, and we'd end up losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. Drew Brees. It's we'll, gonna we'll, be weird. It's gonna be weird, man. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be weird. It's gonna be weird uh, with Drew Brees. The one thing I was I was yelling at people. They were saying they were like, I wanna, you know, we need we need to go four and twelve and have a reset and and burn. I'm like, fuck that shit. Jameis, the new quarterback, will be the reset and we'll just continue to win. It'll be fine. Um, I will never be on board with that. Never. Yeah. No, and you made a point. You made a point on on on, on with Saints Happy Hour Twitter is look, being in the top, picking in the top five doesn't guarantee you shit. If it guaranteed you'd be in good, the Jets would have been a functional franchise the last decade. The Lions. I, I, I went through. I went through the top rated NFL quarterbacks this year, the top nine, and the highest drafted one was like six or seven. Yeah, none of them were in the top five. So, and I so, looked at and I looked at the top, you know, 100 players on NFL Network last year, and no one in the top 20 was, was in, drafted in the top five. I think, so well, maybe it was top 10. But but anyway, um, they uh, th- this this kind of belief that you go four and 12, and then you get a top five pick. And all of a sudden, you have this this savior. It, it's just not true. I mean, look, it's at, not. Look at, I mean, not to belabor a point, but Kansas City. They went like two and fourteen, and they picked first. This is six, seven years ago, I think. They had to pick Eric Fisher, who's like not even like an elite offensive tackle. He's a nice 
offensive tackle in probably like the Zach Streif kind of category of a, of an offensive tackle. They picked him number one. Like just because you pick, it might be a bad year for quarterbacks or a bad year for skill players or whatever. So it doesn't guarantee you anything. But the thing that I want to get back to, Andrew, is the Drew. Well, before we get to that, the Saints unfortunately made a lot of news uh, Super Bowl Sunday, um, which. <laughs> wasn't good they had covid violations all over the place apparently camara wasn't wearing his tracking device (laughs) and worse than that andrew they let mike ornstein back in the building who the nfl hates and unfortunately my joke that i made the day that terry fontenot became atlanta's general manager i was like oh cool the saints get an extra comp pick i'm sure the nfl will just take that away for some bullshit covid violation that tweet is going to come true isn't it the nfl is going to fuck us out of the comp picks that been we've been waiting our whole lives for uh i would not bet against it Somewhere, kevin's ears are burning he hears he knows that draft picks are either getting taken away or traded yeah, it's uh, it's probably happening. Look, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past— And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Ornstein's a weird situation. I know he's Sean Payton's boy. He's also a convicted tight. felon. Yeah, well, look, he, he's loyal to his friend, and, you know, I, I don't know Ornstein. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's definitely not a great look. He looks like a criminal. Have you seen pictures of that dude? He looks like a, yeah, like a little consigliere or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm sure... From what I've heard, Ornstein is an affable guy to have around, and he's fun, and uh, he gets shit done. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I question it. I mean, the other thing apparently is so you know, he, he's labeled a non-employee, and this this is why this is a big deal that he was in the building. And yet I know the Saints were COVID testing him, so he had to pass a COVID test to get in the building. So it's not like they were sneaking him in the back door, and he wasn't taking a COVID test, and he was – running around the facility, you know, kind of untethered or something. And I also know that they were kind of using him for planning. You know, he, he's always been kind of a logistics guy, an ops guy for Sean Payton. And I, I believe they pay him, you know, as an outside contractor or something sometimes. And so, uh, you know, there there's this whole question now of, is he really a non-employee? I, I don't see that clearly. Well, so I mean, I where... feel like I feel like Dave. It's going to be really hard for the NFL to really hammer the Saints in theory if they were testing Ornstein, which apparently they were, and he was sort of a quasi employee. It wasn't like they let, let some rogue dude in the building and they were trying to hide it from the NFL, right? But that said, Goodell is erect because he gets to fuck the Saints, right? Uh, I I I do not think Goodell uh, thinks highly of Ornstein or Peyton, to be honest with you. So, uh, but I, I don't know whether we're going to see any any sanctions that would affect the football operation side of it. I mean, I mean, I think this may be a fine only situation. So I don't know whether we have. To I don't know. Totally they already f- took a yeah. pick away. They fined him like five hundred grand, and I'm sure Gail, with the way thirty percent of the revenue is gone, I'm sure she's not going to be pleased with a five hundred thousand dollar fine. But Dave, I have another question for you. Alvin Kamara wasn't wearing his tracking bracelet. Was he right to not want the NFL to know? Where he's going in Metri when he's looking for Poontang. Like is he is is he is is he is his right as an American to go where he wants to go in Metairie, in Fat City, wherever, to chase some hoes. Freedom. Is he right? I mean, is he right not to uh, want to wear the tracking device? You, you do have certain rights as an American citizen, yes, but uh if you are employed by an employer and you're in, and you agree to certain uh, rules or regulations uh, with your employer. You and you break those rules. You are, uh, you know, you you can be punished. Uh, but apparently you know, not during like the, the year. They didn't do shit for him during the year. 
I mean, it's like the people who go on Facebook and make some terrible racist comment or something, and then their boss fires them, and they say, well, what about freedom of speech? Well, yeah, you are allowed to say it. Nobody's coming into your house and arresting <laughs> you, but your job doesn't have to employ you anymore. Uh, so, Dave, uh, stop know, following yeah, me on Facebook. <laughs> so, I mean... Freedom of speech and the right to bear the consequences, right? If yeah. Alvin signs something or is in agreement with the NFL that says if you want to play in our league, you have to wear this tracker 24-7. He doesn't well, wear a tracker. Uh, then he's got to – then he's he broke the rules of the NFL. Now, why he feels like he's above the rules of the NFL, I don't know. Um, Six touchdowns in a single game, that's why? Well, that's, a, that's a terrible attitude. You know, like, come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, is that, but here's, you know, like, is that the attitude Marcus Colston would have had? No. Is that well, the here's my, no. Here's my question, though, Andrew. I, if you're going to bathe in the glory of we make the rules, pal, and Sean Payton's pettiness, if we're going to, if we're going to love that, then we have to accept the, you know, loss of draft picks and the league I've been waiting I've been waiting my whole life for these comp picks, Juge. I've been waiting my whole life for these juicy, juicy, delicious comp picks. And now Goodell's gonna take them from me. It sucks. But here's my question, Andrew. Why if if Kamara isn't wearing the tracking device, why is it just coming out now? I feel like with everything going on with COVID and these teams having outbreaks and the NFL having to reschedule games, I feel like I'm just surprised that the NFL didn't kick the Saints in the nuts once the NFL was like, Alvin hadn't been wearing the tracking device for four weeks. We're fucking fining you seven figures. You better get that correct. Like, I'm just surprised the NFL didn't kick the Saints in the nuts during the year. I'm surprised they waited till now. Did what? Did something happen to the Titans when they held practice outside the facility when they all had COVID? I mean, I don't think that did somebody in the chat room pick? could say. I mean, somebody, a Saints fan had a had a Twitter thread of all the COVID violations that weren't the Saints, and they would do the COVID violation and they would say what happened to the team. And I want to say the Titans lost like a seventh round pick, maybe, and got fined. But that was it. No, it was Baltimore. Baltimore got fined a pick, got taken a pick away because their strength and condition coach was was running around without a mask. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I saw plenty of Tampa Bay Bucks players in the locker room with no masks on after the Super Bowl. Well, so. let me ask. Let me ask you this question: How, you know, for all the for all the punishing they're doing for teams and not following protocols and wearing masks and tracking all that kind of stuff. Why is it okay that in the post Super Bowl ceremony when they're awarding the trophy, you've got Goodell up there without a mask. You have the owner of the Buccaneers up there without a mask. It's a joke. Uh, I, I mean, how, how did they, how could they have possibly thought that that, was a good look. Uh, and don't if, tell me that nobody thought of that. The NFL has 50 people that I'm telling you concerned about optics. And I'm telling you, play. if the Saints would have won the Super Bowl yesterday and Peyton would have been not wearing a mask, Goodell would have announced that the Saints forfeited their first round pick before he handed him the Lombardi. And I believe <laughs> that, and you can't prove me wrong, no matter what you say. By the way, in the chat room, people are saying nothing happened to the Titans. They got fined 350 grand. No, no picks got taken away.
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up. Sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. See, I don't understand that. COVID was running rampant throughout their facility. Their facility was drenched. Their facility was drenched in Rona. Which obviously meant they weren't following protocol, right? (laughs) If they were all wearing masks, they wouldn't have gotten it. And the, then after, so then they're all sent home, and yeah. Tannehill organizes a practice somewhere else while they all have COVID. Yeah, they're not, but they weren't did, repeat. Are, they quote unquote, they weren't repeat offenders. Um, so listen, uh, before we get maybe, to maybe maybe it, it could be that I think I, I remember hearing something like. Another memo was sent out after that, and they were like, "All right, now that this has gone down, like we're having a zero tolerance policy." Zero tolerance just means they're looking for a reason to fuck the Saints. But you know, but you know, I mean, Sean Payton had made that comment that they were on double secret probation. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I think I don't know. Maybe the NFL told them, you know, listen, you guys slip again, you're done because. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. It sucks. If we lose another draft pick for this, like it's especially horrible because this is the year where they kind of need these picks because they're not going to be able to be players in free agency. Yeah. So Defender was was the name of my first favorite album when I was a kid by Richard Marks in the (laughs) 80s. Richard Marks? Jesus. Cool story, bro. My my God. That's cassette tape. That is as bad my first cassette that I ever owned DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince I had to save up the money <laughs> I, I was super excited I super excited I went to I went to uh, Sound Warehouse that was a good one remember Sound Warehouse yeah what was the single uh, he's the he's the DJ and I'm the no rapper parents just don't understand oh yeah I mean yeah. ooh I also uh, Shaq Fu was one of my first. Oh, uh, Shaq Fu. I was a weird kid too. I bought I bought the Untouchables soundtrack, which is just instrumental music. I was a nerd. I was a nerd to the max. Um, before we get to the mailbag, which, by the way, thanks. Uh, I don't know if he's in the chat tonight. Skooks. He has a he has a, a early runner for question of the year uh, for the podcast. We'll get to that in a second. But I just want to tell people, please support the show. Become a patron, support the show, uh, and allow us to cover this the Saints in a ridiculous fashion like we do every day. You you support the show. We can we can afford to pay Thomas in Poland money to do funny videos to help us try to make the podcast better. Support the show by going to SaintsHappyHourShop.com and buying merch uh, from Dave. 
support the show and make the community great. We need it. We don't make any money over this. We just pump it all back. We give it to Thomas and Poland. We buy audio. We buy headsets that don't work. Uh, but support the show, and we're getting there. We're this close to having professional-grade audio. So please, become a patron or buy stuff at saintshappyhourshop.com. So, I love that it only, I love that it only took Ralph a month to figure out that in Pol- Poland it's not pronounced Tomas. Only a month. <laughs> All right. It's just Tom. So it's it's, it's, it's Tom. It's time to do the. Uh, it's time to fire up the music and do the world famous uh, Ralph Shuffle. All right, Dave. Uh, I'm going to ask this question of you because you are a Saints season ticket holder and you go to all the games. This is from Skooks. How are you planning to cope with the loss of the Superdome ramps? Learning how to rappel down the side of the building through an exit hatch? Buying a wingsuit? Human paper airplane? How are you going to deal with this? Well, actually, Skooks. I never had to deal with the the ramps because uh, I sat in the plaza level. So, uh, not an issue. I don't mean to brag or anything. So. I, I'm going to say maybe this, Skooks. This would be better they better. For a peon they, like uh, Ralph Malbro, maybe. They better have something set up <laughs> nice because I have I have four pins in my legs and, a, and my left leg and a rod, and I limp like a crippled son of a bitch that I am. They better have something really, really nice to replace those ramps because I'm going to need it because those ramps will clutch for my crippled ass. I'm just saying. Human air, human paper airplane sounds nice though. Andrew, um, this Get is from Enriquez. Um, one of those wing suits where you jump off the side of the mountain, you know, and you just like glide down. Oh, this is an interesting question from Savannah Saint Andrew. Would the Saints franchise anybody? Hendrickson would cost like twelve million, right? I can't imagine we'd franchise Jameis at twenty-five million. Any chance they franchise someone? Nope. No. Their cap their cap is such a mess, Savannah Saint, that like the thing with the thing with franchising a player is you have to create the space before they sign the tag. So like if you want to sign Marcus Williams and the tag is fourteen million dollars, you have to have fourteen million dollars of space ready for him to sign that at any time. So no, right. they're not tagging anybody. Dave it's not coming. yeah, it's not happening. This is a good question from from Lasix. Jabba wins. I want both of you to answer. Way too early prediction for the Saints' floor and their ceiling for 2021. Uh, I'll say floor 5-11 and 11, probably. I mean, things would have to go really – I mean, this is a hard question for me to answer until after the draft, until I see how free agency goes and the draft goes. But I'll say 5-11 and 11 if, like – they t- Jameis Winston goes somewhere else, and they're stuck with Taysom and a rookie, and you know they lose some guys on defense. Um, I think probably you know Sean Payton probably gets them at least a five and eleven with Taysom. Uh, the ceiling is probably eleven and five. I would say. Dave, floor and ceiling I, for I'm, the Saints. I'm, I'm right on with Andrew. I, I think he nailed it. I would say I the exact. The the roster is too talented. I think 
with if they have Jameis Winston, if Jameis Winston's the quarterback, the floor is seven and nine because I think the roster is just too talented. Now Jameis might be a mess, oh, and they that. might not they might want to move on from him. But if they have Jameis, the floor is seven and nine. The ceiling, I don't know what Jameis like. You could you could convince me. I, mean, I think fifteen the, and one. 15 I and think one. the ceiling is the Super Bowl with Jameis. I really do. Like it could. Sean Payton could fix him. You don't know, but I'm going to tell you this: the 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 floor, the floor without Jameis Winston is three and thirteen. Because I want to give you a scenario: Taysom is the quarterback. He gets hurt, and then you're playing Trevor Simeon, and he's a disaster, and the wheels come off, and you go three or four and twelve. Like I, I I don't think that would happen, but that's the floor. uh, I still think the floor is five and eleven. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just if if the, Sim, the Simeon went nine and seven with the Broncos, and I know the Saints' defense yeah. isn't as good as they were, but I'm still I'm still going for it. Yeah, but that was like five, five years ago. He might be older and broken by now. You never know. He might be like he's Mark. not old. He's not broken. He hasn't been playing. Eh, maybe this he's is in his from twenties, Ralph. He's an old twenty nine. He's like he's like me at twenty nine. His liver's dead. You don't know. I, has he thrown a pass in the last five years? Since Denver, uh, Matt Matt says the uh, I think that's Matt. Uh, he says OTC projects the transition tag for safeties is nine point five million. Uh, you know, that's fair. Um, I-, I could see them slapping the tag on Mark. You got to create the space though. You so, got to create the space. Yeah. Um, final question, and Andrew, you can go in the Discord and pull up the questions. Dave, who's the number one tight end next year? Jared Cook, Troutman, Taysom, or a new free agent? Hmm. Uh, man, I hope not Jared Cook. I'm going to say uh, a new free agent. Yeah, I'm going to say Troutman. 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 I would say. I would say. I think they'll bring in a veteran, um, yeah. like a like maybe like a low price like Trey Burton, where oh. like they, they'll start their start Troutman. But they'll have a veteran in the mix, yeah. you know, to help. What's Kobe Fleener doing these days? Trying to remember Retired. his name. <laughs> he thinks he's Batman. They, Andrew, do we have any questions in the Discord channel? I think we have a couple. Yeah. Um, right. uh, Saints Rabbit wants to know, Ralph, uh, how the fuck is Ornstein allowed anywhere near the Saints facility or any facility for that matter? Well, I mean, you need fixers in life, and people are fascinated with the mob. Sopranos, Godfather, Goodfellas. Like, people are attracted to the mafiosa. Dave, you could probably talk more to that because of your (coughs) heritage. Right, right. All Italians are in the mafia. Exactly. (laughs) The Costa Nostra uh, doesn't exist, Senator. (laughs) <laughs> this this one's from Balky Dave. He wants to know: uh, Was Ornstein in charge of getting the hookers or the blow? <laughs> both. I think that's yes. definitely both. Uh, actually, I'm going to ask you this one as well, Dave. This one's perfect for you, Taylor Made. In fact, I'm a little surprised we haven't talked about this topic a little bit more since he's been released. Um, Dave, this is from Byron. What are the chances the Saints bring back Mark Ingram on a cheap contract? Also, do you think the clown Rogers will suspend Kamara for not wearing a COVID bracelet? Hmm. Uh, no, I don't think Goodell will suspend Kamara. And 
man, would they bring bring back Ingram? I mean, I, you know, I I think they're happy with Latavius Murray. I don't think they need to bring bring him back, but. I mean, I guess if he was still sitting around late in free agency and nobody picked him up and, uh, you know, didn't break break the bank to sign him, uh, I, I think they would certainly... Where does your heart reside, though, Dave? Like, do you go back to Mark Ingram, your old boo, your old flame, your God, first yeah. love? Oh, I know or, but now you have Ladavius now, do you? Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think Ingram, I think Ingram uh, over Murray. I mean, Ingram is really close. Ingram is really close to breaking a bunch of Saints records. Like if they brought him back and he had a decent season, he could break a bunch of Saints records. I call, I call that Ralph. That was my prediction all along. When he signed with the Ravens on that three-year deal, I told you Ingram will be back in three years with the Saints. Quicker than that. I don't know. I mean, do they? they, They're, they. You know, they're they're hard pressed against the cap. And I just I don't know whether Ingram is really a need that they need that they have to fill. I mean, I think it's that would be more of a luxury signing to me. I think, I think the Agreed. only way Ingram comes back is if they have an injury and they're like, hey, we need a running back. Ingram, come back. OK, we have another question. What the fuck was with Sean Payton's old lady glasses last <laughs> week? Did y'all see? And, and he's right. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't notice. But man, that's he had like. It was like, you remember <laughs> that woman Edna, and it was like Edna meets where where's Waldo. Um, it was like these these round, like nerd glasses, but like oversized because because he Sean Payton did like a bunch of promos last week for Zebra. It was weird. Like Sean Payton, he for a guy that's married. His wife does a poor job addressing him. I'm just gonna say that right off. His well, fa- first, first yeah. of all, Ralph, look, I, I, I we, we have to know your situation and that your <laughs> wife lays out your clothes the night before for you. I just, I need you to understand that that's not normal. Okay, not everybody else is getting dressed by their wife every day. So don't just go blaming Sean Payton's wife on this because you think everybody's wife. Well, she should, is what I'm saying. She should. <laughs> Um, I didn't see the glasses. Edna who? Edna Mode from, from the, uh, it was on the, the go, go and watch the, 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 the ringer podcast from the earlier this week. Oh. It was the, the slow oh, news. I, I day. thought, I thought you were talking about the cartoon, the Incredibles. Yeah. Edna yeah. From the Incredibles. Yeah. Edna do we have Mode. Andrew? Do we have any yeah, more questions? I, I feel terrible, Dave, that we both know that. It's, Wait, it's well, really, we, really embarrassing. We have kids, and I have, yeah. like, two of those Disney character encyclopedias that I read with my daughter. Um, but, uh, well, so I'm, I'm assuming, like, he lost his contacts or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were his wife's glasses. Maybe. You know, maybe he lost his contacts or something, and he, they have the same prescription. And so he was like, honey, I need to borrow these glasses. I don't know. I feel like if Ornstein's still in the building— he would have figured that out. Figured out some good-looking glasses pretty quick if that was if that was the case. I mean, those glasses were so bad. Sean Payton should have not worn them and gone blonde and not been able to see. Like that's how hideous these guys. And I say that as a man who right now is wearing a pair of mediocre glasses. Like I was gonna say, I'm looking at your glasses. And pretty mediocre. I'm not. I'm not I, I was gonna say, are they that much better? I mean, they're not. They're not gigantic and round, at least. Um, 
What color is your shirt, Ralph? My shirt is gray. It is a National Historical Park LBJ. I went to Fredericksburg and uh, went LBJ, to the LBJ. LBJ wasn't Ranch. he a former Saints quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew, before we get, do we have any more questions before we get out of here? No, that's it. That's it. So listen. Uh, this is it's it's happening, people. The Drew, Drew Brees well, was, retirement. I was ask, it, it, do, you, do you guys think it's the, the shoe's going to drop this week? That was going to be my last question. Yeah, about. it said said late last week that a decision was coming within a week. So we we're running. Wait, out of time. what said that? There was like a report that said Drew's, I'm not. I don't. Make, I don't break within a week. Oh, I missed that. I don't break news like Andrew does in the Discord channel. By the way, if you're a patron, get into the Discord channel. If you're not a patron, sign up. You can get into the Discord channel. It's amazing. We break news. We have ridiculous fun there. I'm there every single day, 24 hours a day, talking Saints quarterbacks if you want to drop in and humor me. Um, But I don't break news like Andrew, but I have sources that have said – Next Tuesday is the day. That's when I the uh, soul uh, so the sources are telling tomorrow. me that that Gail Gail said that she wanted to do something really nice for Drew and they're gonna put something together like a nice press conference or something. And next Tuesday is the day, supposedly. Sources. But I can't A week a week from tomorrow? A week from tomorrow. Huh. That's okay. what But I can't I can't break it because it's because my source. The thing is, Andrew, you get real sources in your DMs. Mine is a mix of people that are giving me supposed saints tidbits, and they're tweeting me pictures of me wearing yellow on Channel Four. So I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily trust them. But this this source, I kind of sort of trust. But I'm just saying, I, I don't be surprised if it's Tuesday or next week. Okay. I was, kind of, I was kind of thinking maybe it would be this week, but early next week makes sense. So, Ralph, did you see that? Did you see that tweet? It says nobody looks good in yellow, and then it's a gif of Big Bird. Yeah, Ben I'm... knocking down a front door, and he's just <laughs> he's standing there menacingly in, in the door. <laughs> I mean, but let's be let's be honest. If if my wife didn't dress me, there's no possible way for me to look good on television without my wife's help. That's just let's be let's be realistic. Wait, isn't Mardi Gras next Tuesday? That's what Fredo said. <laughs> yes, yes. So Ralph, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Yeah. The yeah. Retirement yeah. Gail's like, Gras. wouldn't it be nice to have the boys over on Mardi Gras? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, so they nailed a great it's source, Ralph. Tuesday. It's probably happening tomorrow. It's probably Wednesday. It's probably Wednesday. It's happening today. It's happening in an hour. Thank you, Fredo, <laughs> for helping me roast Ralph there. There you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next week, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA. Thanks, Kevin. Thomas is going to yell at me tomorrow. Uh, Until then, the bar is closed.